0: you've been thinking about it and the thought is getting louder escaping your nine-to-five it excites you deep down you've seen the clues and have felt the feeling the feeling that your life isn't meant to be lived within the confines of the nine-to-five existence you're in the right place welcome to the professional women's escape where each week we help you break free from that nine to five and break into your dream business by overcoming mindset using and uncovering your industry expertise and hearing how others like you have already escaped we'll give you the inspiration and know-how to make your maybe i can do it into oh yeah i did it here's your host ebony cruz
1: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Professional Woman's Escape Plan. I am your host, Ebony Cruz, the entrepreneur coach, helping you escape the nine to five and break into your dream business. Now, in this episode, we're going to speak to a young lady that has started her own digital marketing company, has been running it for eight years now. Um, she is an amazing light. And the reason why I say that, the name of her business is The Spirit Digital. This young lady I met on a networking event on LinkedIn, and I the power of being able to network and just had an automatic connection with her. Just to make sure I'm getting this correct. Sapriya, right? Yep. Sapriya <laughs> <laughs> Prasad. Now, I know when I looked up a little bit about you, you talked about your mission in life is to help entrepreneurs in their business and get their digital marketing right. But then when I actually spoke to you, it was more about just that spiritual connection as well. Tell me a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So, my company, it's called The Spirit Digital. Um, I had it for three years on my own and, but I've been in the digital marketing business for like, eight years now and um and I actually before that um I've always been messing around with websites so like messing around with websites whether it was a MySpace page whether it was you know whether it was like you know GeoCities if you can remember that um yeah if you can remember all that like I used to do all of that stuff like so it was very natural for me to get into the whole digital marketing space but the thing is um ever since I was like 12 years old I was very much um, interested in the whole like spiritual realm. So that what does spiritual mean? It's like the woo witchy stuff, um, the crystals, all of that stuff too. My mom, she was a psychic. She was a psychic medium oh, wow. and. She also was a Reiki master, um, as well. So, and if so you don't know what, is, what Reiki, wait a is, minute, what what is that? Reiki. So that's energy healing. Oh, so, nice. okay. Yeah, it's energy healing, and it she she saw auras, and she was able to see like all these all everybody's. She was able to see like negative blocks in um, people's mind. And she also taught me, she taught my brother, everybody, everybody in my family has the gift, really. I mean, it's, it's kind of rare for that to happen. And when I started my business, I I actually originally, I wanted to reach out to like, everybody, right? I wanted to like go. That's all of us. (laughs) Yeah, I in the beginning, I kind I was like, okay, anybody who wants social media management, anybody wants all this, like, I can do it. But then um, over the last year, I was just like, even up until like this, even up until like COVID happened, I was just like, all right, I really need to niche down. Um, I really need to like niche down and see who really needs help. And I figured I was like, you know what, like it's such a, it was such um, a light bulb moment for me to just go into the spiritual field since I was already, uh, not only was I a big fan of it, I go into um, metaphysical, well, pre COVID, I used to go into metaphysical shops like all the time.
1: So how does that, like, I know you're saying you're, you're, you're niching, niching down. How do you really target? Because, you know, this is, this is unique, honestly. I mean, I know there is a whole market out there. And so how do you look for your ideal customer?
2: So how I look for my ideal customer is my ideal customer would be really like, yoga studios would be really like the vegan entrepreneurs the people who do meditation retreats and the people the people who um who are just mindfulness coaches um, all those guys and there are certain like keywords I do look out for like for example like on LinkedIn if I were to connect with anybody on LinkedIn or even on Instagram um, everybody like a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs are all the, a lot of them are on Instagram so I look for like certain keywords like mindfulness intuition all of that stuff intuitive eating intuitive coaching helping people eat helping people diet um, health wellness, all of that stuff like kind of ties in to the spiritual um, in, to the spiritual like industry. doesn't really they don't need to be owning a spiritual like business. The, you can also be spiritually like inclined as right. well. I did meet like an entrepreneur um, last year. She owns a $65 million company and she, um, she has a beauty business, but she's uh, one of those spiritually inclined people. Like she reads tarot cards in her gotcha. people's desk and everything. So, so I got to
1: ask you a question then, cause I talk a lot about, um, your GVPs, right? Your greatest valuable proficiency. And for you, you tapped in at the age of 12, you were young when you tapped into it. But what was that point in your life that made you now transition a little bit more to focus and hone in on that, but then build a business around?
2: Oh, that's a good question. So like, I, you know, it was one of those moments in my life, like, uh, you know, they talk about the Saturn return, right? And my Saturn return came, I believe when I was 28, 28 or 29, something like somewhere around there. And I was just like, and I, and I just recently moved to the Atlanta area, like around, uh, 28, 29. And I was just like, and that's normally when your big changes happen. And that's when it kind of clicked for me where I was just like, okay, you know what? Like things, thing, like at the, at the point of my life, I was like, all right, things haven't been working the way I wanted to. And. I kind of got into a place where I I had a new apartment, I lived in, you know, the Suwannee area for a while, and I lived in an apartment over there. And um, for a while, I would actually get these crazy dreams, like crazy, crazy, like, lucid dreams where I, I literally got picked up out of my bed. Like it was just, it, I had a lucid dream where I got picked up out of my bed and like thrown around. Like, oh, wow. it was, yeah. Like, I like, phys-
1: like physically, you, you physically felt that?
2: No, it was like a lucid dream. So, you know, you're asleep in your bed, but like I, I, it's, it's kind of, if you've never exper- had an outer body experience when you were lucid dreaming, you literally had to like, it's literally you out of your body. And then like I felt like there was a spirit trying to throw me around the room.
1: So that's kind of like when you're sleeping and like you're you're trying to scream and yes. like you can't move. Yeah. I have had that experience before. That <laughs> kinda, is
2: weird. Yeah, it's a little bit like sleep paralysis, almost like sleep paralysis almost. Um, but this was a lucid dream. Like I, I could remember it. Like it was it was very, it was very scary. And so I went to, I went to a psychic, I went to a couple people and they said, and they said, yeah, your third eye is opening way more than usual because um, of all this. And this is really what happens when you open up uh, more spiritually. And of course I was doing like more stuff. I was saging. I was, um, I picked up more crystals and all this stuff. And I, I did have to sage my house a couple times because I do think I invited some spirits in that wasn't, that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> so <laughs> I do think that's what happened. And I saged my whole home. And of course they went away. This I asked is
1: all while you were in, a, in Atlanta. This is yeah, all. So, uh, yeah. Okay.
2: This is all while I was uh, in Atlanta. This was all when I was here and I was just like, Oh my gosh. And then, um, and then after that hap- after that whole thing happened, um, and I got laid off in the position. That's what maybe, that's what, that's why I came to Atlanta. I got a position over, um, in Atlanta and I, in Johns Creek, um, I literally like got a job. I had like, and I was doing my business. I was known as SPD productions, by the way. Um, that too, I was known, I did, wasn't always known as the spirit digital. So I was known as SVB Productions. I was just doing like things like for everybody uh, then. And after I got laid off, um, and I I had like five months, and I was trying to do things with you know SVB Productions and everything, and um, got a few clients. Um, and then uh, eventually I got like an opportunity to to do a lot of branding for 2020 for another company out in Alpharetta. I did that okay. um, as well, and. That was. um, I left that job in January 10th. By the way, January 10th is the was a lunar eclipse, and if you don't know what that was, if you don't know what that means, lunar eclipse meant new beginnings. So I quit on the day that it was a lunar <laughs> eclipse. Oh wow! And I, that's something I will never forget in yeah, my you mind. Really, you're
1: really, definitely connected you're definitely you know yeah. take time to hone in on that it's
2: it, it was crazy like I I quit that job um and I literally I and I from that moment forward I was just like okay I'm gonna I have to do I have to redo everything um with my business so that's why I went with the spirit digital I went with everything I went with um all of this stuff I was actually trying to rebrand and refocus and of course when COVID hit when COVID and everything hit (laughs) I was just like okay now's the time to do branding and digital marketing, and doing all this other stuff that I that I also can do for businesses too so it's crazy and I mean I I mean I had I got a new logo and everything for my website and and I, I you know it's just it's it's been crazy it's been crazy um it's been crazy right now because everybody everybody knows what they want, right? Everybody right. knows what they want, but they don't know what they need to, to get, get there. there. Right, yeah.
1: absolutely. That's absolutely right. So it, I love your story because it sounds like you were forced to where you already wanted to go. And you know how sometimes we want to take that leap, but Mm -hmm. we're afraid. We're like, no, I'm just going to hang on here. Um, And although you might've been laid off and some people could have been, you know, taking that as a moment to just waddle in their own self-pity. It's like you picked yourself up and you turned that into something else. Pretty much Mm -hmm. a, a whole business, basically.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So when you tap into your your entrepreneurs, when you're working with, how does that conversation go? How do you tap into their spirituality when you're working with them?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, honestly, so that's a very good question. Cause I have, um, it's all about intuition and I'm, and I'm definitely gonna like release something soon, not to be self promoting, but release something <laughs> soon about how to use your intuition to come up with a marketing strategy um for yourself. That's unique. I like that. So intuition is so important when you're an entrepreneur, when you're um when you're trying to figure out any strategy, whether it's marketing, whether you know it's a business strategy, whether it's you know finding the right buyer, you know, all of that stuff. And I definitely try to use my intuition like so much when connecting with people that I want to do business with and I had to, and you know, I don't normally use like my psychic intuition or, or anything with um, cause I, I normally turn that off. I normally turn that off, but I did have, I was, I did have um, a few people that I was on a call with where it was like, Oh, I, they said, Oh, I want to go back to this. And then all of a sudden I would get a message out of nowhere from spirit saying like yeah she's gonna do it just tell her she's gonna do it and (laughs) I was like oh okay like I was like yeah I was like yeah no you know what I I, that's what that's what's gonna happen you're gonna do this and you're gonna be successful at it like and all and all that stuff so that something like sometimes that comes in like messages like come in like that um, out of nowhere. And you know what? Like the other way comes in the and The other, the flip side also happens too. Like I was literally on a call with um, somebody else, like somebody else as well, like a few weeks ago. She's a psychic. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just talking to her, but just trying to do like, you know, normal business stuff or the phone. Right. And she actually tells me, Hey, my doorbell, my doorbell is ringing. And I was like, Oh, okay. Do you have to answer the calls? So, like she's like, my doorbell doesn't ring. And she's like, my doorbell doesn't ring. And, like, and I was just like, oh my, and I was just like, you know what? Like, and I started talking about my mom. I, I didn't know why, but I started talking about my mom and she's like, that's the woman that's talking to me right now. And I'm like, Get it
1: out. wow, out. Yeah,
2: she, she's like, yeah, she's trying to like, she was telling me the spirits would um, ring the doorbell. Um, if they want to talk to her. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So she said, yeah, your mom is, uh, she's like, yeah, that's your mom. Your mom is trying to trying to connect with me right now. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so no, yeah,
1: I, I bet you when you share these stories or you share this or people probably assume you are just out of it. Like, no, I just don't believe that. Just,
2: I, you know, some, some people do like, so I know that some people do, but Honestly, like, uh, it's, I see, here's the thing, like, I had, I had this gift, like, pretty much my whole life. And I pretty much had to keep it closed, my mouth closed, because I used to live in some pretty conservative towns. Like I used to, I lived in Flint, Michigan, I lived in um, Wisconsin, like a very small part of Wisconsin, where they were all conservative, you know, somewhat conservative um, towns, you know, and it's just where there's a lot of like, you know, people that were, there, it's not like they weren't open-minded, but you know, you just keep your mouth shut when it comes to stuff like that.
1: Right. Because and, you'll be considered that outsider as a child, kids don't understand. Yeah. They, they pick on you. Yeah. I totally
2: get it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you get called, well, I'm never, I mean, I personally never got called a witch, but I was called a weirdo, like growing right. up. I was called, I was definitely called a weirdo. Um, I remember there was an incident in fifth grade where <laughs> I literally read somebody's mind. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, there was an incident in fifth grade. And I was literally like the only kid. I was never picked in a group. I was never like picked um I was I was never picked in a group. I freaked everybody out in that whole like little table that we were at. And, you know, I never got like called for anything. I was just called a weird kid. Shout out to Miss Palmer, by the way, the only teacher yeah. that ever, that Ingrace ever, you. ever, ever like came to me. That ever came to me and actually comforted me and saw my potential as a kid. The only oh, wow. one to ever do that. Um, Shout I miss
1: Palmer. I love yeah, it.
2: Yeah, like yeah, she's the only one that ever saw my potential as a writer. By the way, she um only one to ever, I think she's retired now, but um, but she, but she also like saw that too, and she saw that I was um, she saw that I was. I was sort of picked on and that I was being that I was picked on she would also like she would kind of protect me in a way right and of course I never realized this until I got older I was like oh wow she was actually trying to protect me right um, as a kid so you know, I mean, there was like incidences like that. So, like the next year, I was just like, I better keep this quiet. I better keep gotcha. what I have quiet. I better get like. And it wasn't until like a couple of years ago where I kind of actually there was a close family uh, friend of ours that passed away. Um, a close family friend, the patriarchy, I guess, the patriarch, the family yeah. patriarch, they passed away, um, and. I got a message. I got like a strong message from spirit saying, like, tell that, tell her, tell them, tell her father, tell them that their father's okay. Tell them oh, that wow. their father's okay. The only time I ever had to do that, by the way, that's the only time like I ever had to do that. Like everybody thinks I like it's Teresa Caputo from like Long Island yes. Medium and like, everything <laughs> yeah. Like You know, (laughs) and it's not,
1: it's nothing like that. It's something that, you know, I may not be as in tuned as you Mm -hmm. are, but, um, I, and I call it, you know, my, uh, my inner tuition, my inner spirit, um, that, you know, we feel something and sometimes we don't go with it. We're like, ah, I'll second guess it. Well, meanwhile, it's our bodies really talking to us. They're telling us, you know, so I think it's really cool that you started off hiding your, your value, your GVP, your greatest potential when, because of how others perceived it. And now you have a full fledged business. Mm -hmm. So what is one of the things that you would say that, you know, now that you wish you would have known before you began this career?
2: oh my gosh, (laughs) value, your self-worth. That's, oh my God. That's like the number one. Like, oh my gosh, so many things, but like your value, your self-worth. So I started, so it wasn't until like I started taking courses and everything until like I actually realized, oh my gosh, how in the heck, how in the world am I taking a lot less than what I'm doing, than what I'm doing for, or than what I'm working on for. a job, like, right? Like yeah, yeah. Was, on like, on a job, and you know, as I started my business, I was just like, oh okay, like, and I would ask people, I was just like, wait a minute, that's what you're pricing yourself I was like, wait a minute, that's how you're pricing yourself. I was just like, I was blown out of the water, and that's when I started to realize how how like low i was like i was i mean i was not making myself wor- I, w- I was not i was not like making myself worthy i was i was not putting like what right. i was worth out there at all like with any job i was at like i was just I was like, oh my, I was like, oh my gosh, are you, I was like, are you serious? You're telling me that this job is actually paying this much now? Right. You're, you're right. I was like, So it was that realization. So if I knew that, if I, if I knew now what I knew then, I was like, I would, uh, I mean, I'm actually grateful for all the jobs that I had, mm-hmm. but knowing what I know now, I'm like, I was like, uh-uh, I was like, uh-uh, you stay at that job for a year and then you leave. <laughs> it's like,
1: that's kind of how I felt about it too, is that, you know, you could be so amazingly great, so talented. I mean, can do the job in your sleep, but yet someone else tells you you're only worth $15 an hour. And yeah. that's it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And and there's somebody, you know, sitting there and and then because you're at this job for so many hours, you don't really have the time to do anything else, to pick up something else because you're exhausted, you've worked your hardest for this particular person or company or whatever. And now, you know, you're the one catching the short end of the stick, you know? And so a lot of people sit in their careers for years waiting on a pension. And sometimes people get right to that point, right? Where they're right there for that pension and then they get laid off or they lose their job. And then what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right, so moving along a little bit, I want to talk about what would be one of your biggest failures that you experienced and what did you learn from it? How did it help you um, navigate to where you are now?
2: Oh my gosh, like, so... (sighs) In the world of social media, right? We all want to see that we're so perfect, right? <laughs> Everybody's perfect on social media. Nobody ever makes mistakes. Um, and I feel like that is where I wanted to change it. Um, on my page, I actually, I have a black and white photo. In and each, in each week I have a black and white photo. And I will be honest and say, hey, this hasn't been the best week hey, this is what, this is what happened. I'm not like, I'm not feeling the best right now. And I want, I'm going to tell you why. Um, and like, the thing is, is that I did have like a couple of, I mean, I did have a couple of failures. I had like a couple of things that didn't, um, that fell through. I had like, like the thing is like, I think even this year, like beginning of this year, I had like, so many opportunities. I went to these. I went to this one big networking event, had so many opportunities. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be able to teach. I'm going to be able to do all this. I'm going to hold a workshop here. I'm going to hold a workshop there. I'm going to hold, and everything just fell through. Like everything, oh, wow. it all fell through. Life. And I was just like, wow. Like, so what am I going to do? I was like, what am I going to do now?
1: I'm like, right. What's COVID
2: happened, right? COVID happened, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" So what's going to happen now? And the thing is, is that I literally I learned I was like, you know what? Like, first of all, you can't trust you can't trust like everybody's word, right? Like you can't trust everybody's like word, and it really taught me a lot. And it taught me to use my intuition because, like, I am a stubborn human being. I'm a human. (laughs) right right. And right I am very stubborn and I am very like and I and there's times where I just don't want to trust my intuition and where I just don't want to trust that I was like, you know what no this is gonna make me money I'm gonna go right. for it. I'm gonna do like, it way. Way. <laughs> yeah but like it literally I trust so if I told myself I was then I was like, oh my god if I trust my intuition I would have never done that I would have never gone for that so like literally I learned to trust my intuition time and time again, trust my intuition, trust everything, trust your gut and really hone in on your skills, um, as really hone in on your intuitiveness and your intuitive skills and everything will like fall into place. So that's really what I've learned from that.
1: Yeah. it's, It's really important. Um, I talk about that a lot about really identifying what it is and it's not Something you could be great at it, but you may not love it. So I try to tap into something that you can do. Wake up, do not feel like you're working. You absolutely enjoy it. You get life out of it, you know, because we all are born with natural talents. Some of us tap into them early. Some of us, it may be a life changing situation that allows us to tap into it. And, you know, for some, we may not even start a business, we just may impact others. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm always on a mission to help people start that business because. I've heard so many people in great positions might be making great money, but are actually miserable with their life. They're like, I have to do this job because it pays yep. the bills and I don't know, or I'm afraid of starting this business. I can't do it. You know what I mean? So yep. what advice would you give to someone that keeps waiting, they keep putting it off to start this business, to launch, to, to Oh go my to God! The next level?
2: <laughs> like honestly i told myself like i t- i actually keep telling myself so it's like why didn't i start this business sooner like when i first had the idea <laughs> back in 2015 I literally had the idea to start my business in 2015. And of course, I never went after it. I was like, no, you have to be safe. You have to listen to your parents. You have to be, you have to do the nine to five. You have to go with this. You have to do that. And of course, I did all that. And of course, I was never happy. Right. And I was, and I was just like, okay, like, okay, I did all this. And then I hated, I hated my job. I hated the other job that I had at the time. And then I hated I hated pretty much every job that I had I, like, after that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? And of course I came to Atlanta like and I had the best experience in Atlanta. I had the best <laughs> experience of my life in Atlanta with that job. And of course I got laid off from it. And I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so universe is telling me something, telling me to start my right. own business, the idea that I had. So honestly, I would just tell people, like if you have an inkling of starting your business it's probably not an inkling to start right. your business it's the universe telling you something and if if you always wanted to start your own business if you always wanted to do it and you uh, like seriously like go after it like i really wish i like cuz i i could have tell myself i was like oh my god if i only started this business earlier i was like do you know how far along I'd be right now? <laughs> right. Like, do you know how far along, like, I'd have right now? Like, it's crazy. I was just, I, I keep thinking. I was like, why didn't I start this business five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago? When I started, like, then, when I first had the idea, and it really, it really hindered me. Like, because I, because uh, I was like, because uh, uh, I was just like the entire time I was just like you got to go to a nine to five. You have to have insurance. You have to have all this, you have to have right. all of this other stuff. And it's just like that mentality. Yep. Yeah, and it's just, and, and I told myself, I'm like, you can't, I was like, I can't keep doing that. I can't keep, you know, working for somebody I can't keep working for somebody else that's what I kept telling myself I yep. can't keep working for somebody else um knowing first of all knowing that I know that I could probably do a better job than them most of the time I most of the time I was thinking that like not at the job that I had here in, Atla- uh, in Atlanta where it got moved from where they moved me from on um, the Chicagoland area I didn't think of that in that job but 90% of the jobs I would say I was like I could do this job way better than that <laughs> like I yeah. could do-
1: and you know, COVID honestly is a very, a very valuable lesson for everyone is that, you know, we think we have control of our lives and we say, we're going to work this for another 12 years and then I'll retire, then I'll start this. But COVID actually forced a lot of people out of their jobs. Right now, many people are being forced just like you were when you, when you were laid off mm-hmm. to start that business to make income because otherwise, what are they going to do? you know, yeah, you could take the cheap route, easy route and wait on unemployment. But then what if you still can't manage your bills and take care of your bills? And so people are being forced into a business right now because of that very situation, you know, putting their yeah. trust in a job.
2: Mm-hmm, absolutely. People are definitely, um, you know, and people, some people don't have that choice, you know, and I have to, you have to think about with like, I have to think about that too. There's like, there's a lot of people out there that don't have the choice of, or the freedom to really choose between like their business, like some, and and of course like COVID kind of, you know, a lot of people are on furlough um, right now. And a lot of people like are on, and a lot of people are on furlough and uh, all the, all these stuff and like right now. And like, it's, it's a sad situation um, that they're in, but you know, if, you, and that's why I say if you can, if you, if you have the ability to also go after your dreams at the same time and start your own business, definitely do it. Uh, definitely do that as well, because like you will regret it. Like if right. you will regret not doing it. So uh, even if it's like a little bit at a time, a little, uh, whatever time you have, like spend a little bit of it right. to work out towards your dream. Yeah.
1: That's, that's my motto. That's, that's what I do. Um, I, um, Fortunately, you know, I was fortunate enough to take my GVP and turn it into my full-time job now, Um, but I didn't let my business just sit and wait because of this, this new opportunity. You know, I had to create time to still do my business because for me, once this term is up, then it's like, what's next? What do you do? Are you going to figure it out or what? You're just going right. to now pick up your business that you left four years behind, you know? Um, so it, it's tough to balance all of it. And and that brings me to my next question um, when it comes to balancing, you know, what were some of the best resources that you picked up along the way to build your business? Because not everyone has the financial stability to just kickstart kick it and get going. What are some things that you did to to really just launch and go?
0: Oh
2: man, there's a t- of things so like I so I highly so I highly recommend to to um, pick up any courses like of course I'm in the digital marketing industry so I I of course did all these courses um picked up all these courses did all of them like hone really hone my craft right Um, but honestly the biggest thing I've learned is you have to admit you have to invest in yourself, like you have to invest in your self care is like probably like the biggest thing in the whole world. And honestly, it took me so long to really realize that that you really need to have a lot of self care. And if you don't have if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't cut yourself any slack, because I'm like a grade A perfectionist, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe like you're talking to um, type A and grade A and like perfectionist. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's true. Like I'm through, I can write a blog within like 45 minutes to an hour. Right. I will take another hour and a half and like literally look at it for another hour see if I make any mistakes and if I do all this stuff. And like, of course, that's coming from the corporate background, right? Right. The corporate mindset of um, having your work looked at over and over and over and over again. Right. And having it so
1: so perfect, you've been a perfectionist mm -hmm. about it.
2: Correct. And when you have that, when you have all of that stuff and rewiring your brain, and this goes for anybody like that's an entrepreneur that left the corporate world, rewiring your brain is probably like one of the biggest things I had to learn because I had to rewire my brain to not fit into like the corporate mindset um, anymore. I had to rewire my brain to like saying, oh, it's okay if I don't do all this cuz like i'm i was like i had to remind myself i'm the boss like i'm the boss here like <laughs> right. i can i can do all this stuff i'm not working for somebody else like like i had to i really had to rewire my brain and like do a lot of self care um that's and like really just investing in yourself investing in a coach if you need one investing like in investing um making the right investments for yourself like pick out what i would say like what are your what are you what are the flaws like if you have flaws like and if you want to like work on those what do you need to work on the most right and for me it was selling and for me it was like oh my gosh like one of the first jobs I ever had out of college was like a sales job (laughs) and it was the most terrifying thing in my entire life it was, I got like, I, I got fired within two weeks. It was crazy. <laughs> like, I I was so bad. Like, I would just like walk up to people like, do you want to reface your service? Like, right. like, <laughs> you like, that is not my thing. Cactus. And like, people would just come up to you and I was just, and of course they'll like, be like, you didn't make the, you didn't make the, <laughs> you didn't make any sales, so you have to leave. You're and right. I'm like, so I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I knew that going to this, I was like, oh my God, I have to work on my pitch. I have to work on my sales. I have to work on all this stuff. So um I had to I had to take a course on sales and all that stuff, really work on it and working on like all my pitches and everything, really working on all of this stuff. And it's great. You know, it's great. And really working on all those flaws to making them not just flaws, like, because I feel like everybody has flaws, you could definitely work them to make them not a flaw, but a positive flaw. Like there's negative flaws. And then there's positives. Right. Within those flaws, you can make them positive, you can make them you and sales doesn't have to be Ugh, sales like anymore, like how it used <laughs> to be sales is definitely one of the things that I'm definitely I I, I mean of course like I'm always going to keep working on it but like uh, if I looked at myself from when I first started this business I mean I came like light years away right right when I first started so Yeah, that's
1: kind of inside of the uh, professional woman's escape plan. um, There's a module that I go into about your breakout bailout plan. Right. And so and the reason why I use bailout and breakout, you know, it's, it's, it's just a play of words, of course, with the course. But one part of it for me when I was transitioning and I talked about this on the last episode was. I had to just accept my flaws. Like I had to really hone in on them, see what it was and like just kind of uh, self-reflect and accept it because that's the worst thing. Like we never want to really kind of look at some of the things that we may not be so great at. We cover those things up and we never really go back to them. But when I started actually working on those things, that's gave me the opportunity to, to express myself, to step out, to start my business, to even, you know, get success in all different types of areas. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you say that. And at first I was afraid to purchase a coach, right? Like when I, yeah. I remember when I got the, um, the, the price, I was like, Oh
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> Regardless though I was investing in myself. I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I want to
2: pay that. Is <laughs> yeah. it
1: worth it?" But, you know, now that I've done, I've invested in coaches, I've invested in courses. You know, I personally see the growth that I have. Um so I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, before we get to our signature question, um I do want to make sure that our listeners have an opportunity to connect with you online, so please tell us where can they reach you.
2: Yeah, you can reach me um, pretty much everywhere: Facebook, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram is Supriya S U P R I Y A dot Digital. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, and you can on Twitter it's Supriya Digital, no dot. And LinkedIn, it's uh, backslash I-N, backslash, uh, backslash um, Supriya Prasad, one word, S-U-P-R-I-Y-A-P-R-A-S-A-D. And of course, my website is SupriyaPrasad.com.
1: Right, all right. And I'll make sure that I do put that um, in the description um so that you all can just easily link to it. Now for the signature question. I love to ask this question because depending on where our listeners are, they could be at work right now sitting at their desk at this job that they do not like, you know, it pays the bills, they're miserable waiting for lunch or the next 15-minute break. What would be your message to this woman?
2: Really, I would just tell like this woman to really Whatever you're thinking of, whatever you really want to do in life, even if you just have an inkling of it, go for it. Really go for it. Because you, if you're anything like me, or if you have like even a little bit of intuition, that little bit of intuition is going to tell you whether or not you, want, you have to go for it or not.
1: Right. Just listen to yourself yeah. and do it. I love it. That's a great way to end this episode. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate yeah. it. Again, we met literally online. So it's so awesome about the connection that we have. And it's just the power of networking. And obviously you do a great job at it because yeah. look, you found me <laughs> yeah. and you were not afraid to reach out. So that sales yeah. thing, I don't see that. I think you're getting, <laughs> over, you're getting over that. Yeah, um, absolutely. In our next episode, guys and gals, we are going to jump into now coning in on your brand. You know, although you think that you're online and you don't have this business and you don't really know where you want to go, you still have a personal brand. And so you have to start thinking about what do I want that personal brand to say about me in order to break out and break free and begin to step into your dream. So until next time you keep dreaming and keep on pushing.
0: Thanks for listening. It is our intent that with each episode, you've become one step closer to escaping into your dream business. Follow us on social media at Ebony Cruise and online at successwithebonycruise.com. Until next time, keep dreaming.